Hi. Hi. It's Hi. Tony Noel, Faithful Friends, and I can't tell you how happy I am to meet and interview Reagan J. Pasternak. You may know her from her acting career, but she has also stepped into an authoring career, and we're happy to meet you, Reagan, because the book you wrote, Griffin's Heart, came from your heart when your beloved Griffin passed away, and I'm going to let you tell us about Griffin and your relationship, and then how you were inspired to write your book and create something that is not just readable, but interactive in an effort to help relieve and grief and help in the healing process. So Reagan, welcome to Faithful Friends. Please tell us about you and your life with Griffin. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I am a Canadian born actress and um, I live in Los Angeles now. I've been living here for years and years. And I'm also a huge animal lover and I've got a ton of animals in my house, actually way too many right now in my house. You'll probably hear somebody meow or bark um, anytime. But um, I, Griffin was my first pet as an adult. And um, he was actually, I'm just looking at a photo of him right now. I'm going to show you because how beautiful was he? He was an incredible, he was called oh, yeah. Rex Cat. Yeah. There. Um, he was a, called a Devon Rex, so he barely had any fur. He was like a really weird looking, my, my boyfriend at the time had allergies. So we, we wanted a cat that, um, didn't shed and, and, um, it's hilarious to me now because my hair house is just full of animal hair now, <laughs> but at that time that that's what we had. And, um, I fell madly in love with him, this, um, little creature. And, um, he was just a part of my life. Um, through so many things, you know, as, as we know, we, we have pets and they're just like silently with us while we're going through ups and downs of life. And um, he moved, he traveled all over the country with me and then moved to Los Angeles with me when I met my husband. And, um, and then we found out he had heart disease very young. He actually was seven and a half and he had heart disease and passed away. And that was the worst heartbreak and i and i'm not somebody who's had this sheltered life i've i've had a lot of heartbreak but this heartbreak seemed to um completely uh throw me and it wasn't going away and so i tried so hard to you know move on and it just wasn't you know wasn't going anywhere and um i'm a creative person and the more i explored um what that grief was for me and for other people the more more people i talked to the more people i realized i was not alone in this pain and um i got help for it i actually started seeing a therapist for it and um and i'm just somebody who's um probably curious to a fault and i i i need to examine every single thing to to to, de to death and so I was just reading and learning about grief. And um, so I started writing about what I was going through and this was 10 years ago now. So I was, I was writing about it and um, I started thinking I might want to write a book about it, but um, I was, you know, I was a very busy person. I'm an actress and I'm, I worked nonstop kind of. And so it was hard to focus on that. But um, throughout the years I kept, I couldn't, I couldn't quite get rid of this idea. And then a couple of years ago, I really committed and I figured out what I wanted the book to be. And that was that I wanted it to be a book, but also very, very, very interactive. And almost as if I'm sitting down with the person um, in grief and 
um, sharing our, our, our stories together. And ultimately, um, this is the book and it has like a slipcase and it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a keepsake. So there's, you know, I actually, I just lost a pet, my dog, who's, ugh, I can't even, I can't even talk about it. It's, it hurts so much. But um, so I've been actually using my own book to kind of go through the grief process. So you see, like I put little, this is a photo of him. He would smile like a person. <laughs> so I took a photo of his little mouth. And so, um, you know, so I, you, you can put photos in the, in the book and journaling and, and ultimately it becomes a collaboration of myself and the reader. That was a mouthful, but here we go. <laughs> That's a wonderful, wonderful explanation of how you were inspired to create it, but also generous of you to make it available to help those of us who are going through a similar process. I'm awfully sorry. It, I understand. That's why Faithful Friends exist, is to be a safe place to seek or lend support. When you are, in your case, anticipating with the diagnosis and then preparing for it, but once you experience it, it's 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 tough. It's it's. It's unlike, as you said, it's unlike any other kind of grief because it is so deep. And one of the, um, I ask you this question, when you are able to memorialize a pet and putting it in a book, one of my points I've been writing about lately is memorial items or places allow us to put that grief in a place that we can visit, we can come to as often as we like, but it also then allows us to move on to new loves and new joys as you have with your other pets. Mm -hmm. is, is that part of the purpose is expressing the grief and knowing you're in a safe place while you're in your book and then knowing you can set it aside and come back to it, you can add to it because the memory of the pets never goes away. But I think sometimes people feel almost guilty for being happy and not still staying in the grief. So if you have a, a memorial item like your book, mm -hmm. keep that memory alive. And in a way you keep that grief alive, but you can step away from it. Am I kind of on track yeah. with you see? Absolutely, I mean, 100%. And there's that saying, and I, I say it about 20 million times throughout the book, is that the way out is through. Yeah. And I believe it, in every aspect of life, I believe it, you know, I lost my, my mom, the same, the same thing. You just, you know, you don't, you know, you, we shy away from uncomfortable feelings. We, you know, um, whether they're human or animal and, and, um, grief is an uncomfortable feeling, but then you haven't dealt with it. And I don't believe that, that those emotions just leave. I think they get tangled up in us. And if we don't go through them and we don't, um, honor them, and honor whoever we have lost, then it becomes a darker part of ourselves rather than um, finding meaning and getting through and and um, being somebody who's grown and learned. And um, so, yeah, I 100% I, I believe it. You know, when I just lost my dog, which has been, I think, four weeks now, um, who's was 14 and actually he was the dog that I got right after Griffin died because I thought oh gosh I need something to uh you know to, to make this pain go away I'm gonna get a puppy a puppy will make the pain go away and um you know he was he is an incredible dog and he really was but that didn't 
there is no band-aid. I still needed to do the work and um, and honor and validate myself for feeling those feelings, which is, I'm sure you have heard this, but it's, it's called disenfranchised grief. And um, losing an animal is often overlooked by society. So I felt very isolated. And so I, I bought, I got this new puppy um, to, to help me to just pretend that nothing was really so painful. And, it, you know, as much as I loved him and I really did love him, um, it didn't, it didn't take the place of Griffin and it didn't take the place of the pain of Griffin. I still had to, I still had to figure that pain out. And then when Jed died now, my, my dog who died, um, my God, that pain was like, well, here we go again, because, you know, you're going to lose, you know, there, I have lost other animals in those, these 10 years I've had so many, I've had so many animals and, um, there's some things that are going to hurt more than others. And Jed's hurt. Jed's was like, "Uh Oh, this is, this one's going to be tough. It's still the first thing I think about, excuse me, when I wake up in the morning is Jed right now. So, and I have a son and I have like life and I have to keep going. So, um, yeah, it's this, and, and, and there's something incomplete about death that you, they die and then you, and then you're just supposed to keep going. And then you just don't feel like you've been, what about all those, those four, like, you know, Jed was 14 when he died. He was with me for so long. And, um, you know, I don't want to just forget about him. I don't want to just put it away. So I do, I do exactly what you said, you know, creating a space, you do have to kind of cultivate that. And I exactly why I wrote the book and, and not, not just selflessly, but a little selfishly as well, because I need, I needed a guide to, cultivate that space and I needed a guide for nobody no one to judge me for how long this grief was taking um so um I wanted it to be you know my story um for them to unload in the same you know for each chapter there's a way for the reader to unload their story or their version or their how they're feeling and kind of rewire it rewire the way they're thinking about things into um, remembering that it's all about love. It's really all about getting back to that place of love. And then on top of it, you know, you're putting photos in there and I have a little, I have a space at the back of the book. That's, um, that's like a little pocket. We put in a little pocket so that, and I wrote, I wrote a postcard to everybody with a little, with a little note to each reader, but, um, but it's also like I put in, um, grief cards and the vet sent a card after Jed died and I, I put it in there and I put in you know like just little things that his hair is in here which sounds I was so gonna, people, I was but I ask you that. Yeah. yeah his fur is in there so so you know it kind of that part of it was inspired by you know a baby book you know when you have a baby you, you get these books where you get to fill memories and I just thought I love that and I and I thought we should have that for our animals too so that you know when I'm finished doing all Jed's work in this, in this copy, I've got Griffin's copy. I've got another, another cat's copy. And, but, um, after Jed's copy, I put it, I, I, you know, I seal it up, I put it in here and I, and I have it with his ashes and his other photos and, um, collar. And, and I have a little tribute to him that makes me, me feel good. It makes me feel like I honored him because he deserved it. That dog was just, uh, the one most wonderful dog. So, you know, I'm a motor mouth. Sorry. I just, I, I'll just get, don't get me started. I can't stop. <laughs> oh no, you're wonderful. And I'm going to go way back to something you said about, we carry the darkness with us unless we yeah. go straight through it. I think that's 
that's the point of having the ability to you're not getting rid of the grief you're going straight through it but you have a place in your life for it and that allows you that darkness i'm going to put that darkness in this book or in this memorial or in this garden marker or some kind of a place for it and as you said it's not uh to not remember it's to to categorize as you said your grief because you do have and you will have other joys and loves but it's hard i i like what you said we carry that darkness i consider it carrying a weight that you can remove and place and then you still have that grief but you have then taken a taken that veil of it out of your life and you can clearly go forward i i've always thought um joy shared is joy doubled but grief shared is grief halved and and that's what you're doing is that's beautiful i love that that's absolutely true that's absolutely it is you said you wanted a place where people wouldn't judge you for the mm-hmm. length of your grief or the depth of your grief that's mm-hmm. exactly right and and that's again why faithful friends community we get it we understand and you can say i lost griffin 10 years ago and i still grieve it, it there is no time on it but i think that we we benefit ourselves and frankly i think we also honor them their lives by getting on with ours and i i recently asked one of our community members if the roles were reversed would you not want your pet to enjoy a full fun loving life mm, if you were great. gone yeah absolutely that is that's oh god actually i'm really glad you said that because i have to remember that right now i mean i i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to uh walk the walk because i've been talking the talk with this book so right now i'm going through it again but you're absolutely right and um you're absolutely right and 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 the and the way to do that i think is by knowing that you did honor honor them and and the other part of it and um i believe in this um i believe in cognitive therapy so hard it's just about um our our brains get wired and fix fixated on things i mean you know when you when you watch your animal pass or you say goodbye to your animal somehow we get stuck in that sad part and um i hope because of the exercises that i did when i was you know trying to do cognitive therapy to get through grief um i use a lot of those methods just casually throughout the book so that um so that people are remembering all the good you know all the good you know because there's there's tremendous guilt a lot of the time when an animal dies because you have to say you have to often you put them down or because you're trying to end their suffering or or you worry that you didn't take them to the vet soon enough or there's just that is a theme that keeps coming up with so many people I speak with and um it it can kind of overwhelm you and it really is a big part of the grief in a lot of people and why they won't move on and um and I tried very hard to add subtle cognitive therapy um techniques throughout the book so that people are remembering that that if they're stuck in that they're not going to be able to move forward and not that's just not it's not helpful to anybody and it's not helpful to another animal who probably needs a home you know so um and i don't i don't think that any every single person needs to go get another animal that's not that's not my place 
to to tell anybody to go get another animal. But I do believe that when you hopefully do the work from Griffin's heart, um, you do feel like that energy has just lifted a bit, and and you feel like you see that there is hope, and there is and there is room for new love. I mean, there, it's no no two loves are the same. And I have learned that over and over again. And so, you know, but, but they're, but they doesn't mean they don't matter. You know, they, the new animals that I've had in my life have brought me so much joy that if I got stuck on, um, Griffin, I, I don't think, I don't think I would have had all those amazing experiences with Jed, bringing Jed to the beach with me all the time, doing those kinds of things. I wouldn't have had those experiences. And those were, those were the best. They were so great. You know, something you've just said is um, we do have the capacity in the room to love again and to love more and in different ways. And I think that there's no end to the way we can make ourselves feel guilty about everything. <laughs> but but when we recognize every act we, we make is from a point of care and love for the best for our beloved pet, um, I, I, again, I have to say, Let's let's take their side of it. They aren't they aren't anything but grateful for the love and the lives we shared. They would be kicking us in the fanny, saying, "Come on, girls, get out and go live what's rest of your own lives with joy and love and good spirit." And remember, I'm I'm a part of your your the reason you have love in you. I also think we bring forth a lot of. Um, stuff in other areas that are not necessarily directly related and who's that <laughs> sorry i knew somebody was gonna bust in here luna that's luna she's yeah. an incredible little nerd we call her nurse luna she takes care of everybody she's a beauty thank you for what you're doing you're oh thank you totally kindred spirits i mean 100 percent. there's no question you yeah. know I, I i love people who love animals and uh I'm 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 happy what you for what you're doing and I would love to be a part of that. Community. No, we we welcome you and I'm grateful for what you've done with your book and in sharing it with us. Um but yeah, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I I don't want to be over Jed yet because he 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 deserves me to to miss him a little longer. So You know, that's a wonderful thing you just said. I don't want to yeah. Somebody says, oh, it was just a dog, or you should, I should be over it by now. I don't want to. I'm not finished with that part of my relationship with Jed or whomever it is. I don't want to be finished yet. I will, and I'll be able to store it and move through and on to other things. But right now, I like what you said, Reagan. I like everything you said. It's tough, but they're worth it. And that's the part we have to remember. Those years they gave us are worth it. And or however long they give gave us. It's love is just like I mean the, when you love an animal, it's just so pure and amazing and fun. So that's I, one I, thing you said about your book that you actually give a place to to make sure don't forget the joy don't forget jet at the beach don't forget these times your mm -hmm. grief is a big part i want to have my grief right now but i also have to remember and honor what joy what love so that's a part of the grief it actually goes together so you can have grief be this heavy dark part which is which is real and normal but 
it is the reason it's there is because of all that life and 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 it's so important for me and for people who I've spoken to to remember that part it's the reason why it hurts is because they were there was so much joy thoroughly it wouldn't have hurt so much if I didn't love you so much exactly. something like that you got it you Reagan it. you're a very dear person to do this Thank I you. look forward to getting to know you better and seeing you more likewise Thank you for sharing your time. Thank you for sharing your heart. Aww. Thank you for sharing your book with us and Luna. <laughs> Luna. <laughs>